Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, and with me is my brother and partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. And our Vice President of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone. And we've got Nikki Navarro working the board remotely. So it, uh, thanks for joining us today on our uh, our monthly HR podcast. Every month we debate, or every few weeks, what's what's the topic going to be. And uh, one of our uh, clients slash listeners had uh, had sent us a few questions about the the payroll tax deferral that uh, uh, President Trump had signed in as an executive order back. Uh, I guess he did that the uh, the end of July or the first week of August when uh, when Congress couldn't. Um, couldn't get their act together and pass anything. You know, you had the the Democrats with uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, wanted a three point five trillion dollar bailout. The uh, Republicans on the Senate side wanted a wanted a uh, a trillion, and they couldn't they couldn't bridge that bridge that gap while Nancy was getting her hair done at a closed salon in uh, San Francisco. With no mask so, with no mask on. So, but uh, but so. As he passed that back uh, six weeks ago, it went into effect September 1st, and we've had a number of questions. And uh, so from a timely standpoint, I uh, thought let's uh, let's talk about the topic of the payroll tax deferral. So uh, President Trump, Jason, signed that into um, uh, into his executive order to go into effect September 1st. For, uh, and it's a deferral of the employer portion, uh, the employee portion of uh, Social Security taxes. Yeah, that's that 6.2%. The employee pays half, the employer pays half. So the employee's half of Social Security is 6.2%. Um, and normally you think not paying 6.2% on taxes is great, but it's not a, at this point, it's not forgiven. So it's just a deferral. So I think that's where a lot of our clients are upset and worried about what happens if the employee leaves. Um, that's kind of some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is liability, what we recommend. Most of our clients are not taking part of it. In fact, we don't have any that have expressed complete interest in it. Um, and most of the stats that I'm seeing out in the industry are in most employers across the country are not going to be opting into it. So, Scott, the uh, the initial plan that when President Trump announced it was to increase your your take home pay or your or your net cash to uh, to employees across the country to kind of spur some some more spending in the economy, right? Which sounds completely reasonable. And if it, I think the two key things that we're going to be harping on a lot is that it's deferred and it's optional, and uh, it being optional for the employer, not necessarily for the employee, but it being deferred. I mean, it, it's it's a great concept, but if it was a permanent, it would be much better. Because right, that would stimulate the economy. I mean, six percent raise for everybody—it's going to generate spending, and I think that's a good, really good thing. Right. So, really, think of it as you're getting a loan. Uh, right. You're getting a six point two percent of your paycheck as a loan that that you're going to have to pay back starting January first. So, during the first first quarter of twenty one, you'll uh, you know you're going to make. 6.2% less because you're going to be taxed double from a social security standpoint. So uh, he had made comments of if he's elected, he was going to convert it. I don't know if he actually has the power to do that, right. but then the challenge is what if he is not elected, reelected and uh, there's no way if Biden's elected, he's going to let you keep that money. It's going to, you, you're going to owe back, uh, a whole quarter worth of uh, Social Security taxes, and it is limited to anybody that makes, I believe, it's less than four thousand dollars a uh, a pay period. Jason, 
Yep, biweekly. So around one hundred and four thousand per year is what it comes out to. Right. So the the, the big challenge that uh, you know our clients and then uh, not just our clients, but when you look at uh, CVS, KPMG, Home Depot, Citigroup, all of these large companies have have said they're not doing it. The the big challenge for uh, for us and really for hundreds of our clients are the. You know, it's not your current employees, but if you're going still going through any layoffs, so if you do any downsizing, if somebody quits, the employer is still responsible to collect that money, even though the person no longer works for you. So that's your, uh, you know, as a company, that's your big exposure. That if you don't, uh, if the person's not working for you anymore, you still have to collect that, or you know, you can say try to collect it. But the IRS. We've had clients where they've accidentally paid the wrong person or they've accidentally overpaid someone. And if it's the person's last check, good luck getting it back. I mean, you're going to be chasing the person forever. And the uh, the IRS published an executive memorandum four or five days ago, and they said it, it's in, it's the employer's responsibility to collect. So your former employee, if they if they they quit, you fired them, whatever the case is. Uh, you could potentially be charged for that 6.2%. It is a it is a significant gray area and risk uh, for employees to try and withhold that on a final paycheck. So the law firms that I've been talking to said draft policies, but in some states it, you can't do it. In some states where you can, even if you have a written acknowledgement consent from the employee, I, I Jason Eisenhut, agree that I will allow my employer to withhold it from my final paycheck in the early stages of 2021, it's still a gray area. There is still risk there that you may be violating some laws or the DOL might come after you if the employee files a complaint. Right. So, so in that case, you're complying with, uh, so it's still a current employee. You're complying with the, the rules. So you, def, you deferred, you didn't collect any of the employee's social security payments. So now you go to recollect, collect the funds following the, the, uh, executive order and the employee balks at it. And in some states, they're going to allow that employee to balk. And then as an employment side, Jason, you really can't fire the person. Right, yeah. If they're complaining, right, that's a concerted activity. So, yeah, you wouldn't have the ability to terminate them because they're complaining about wages, and especially if they concert with other employees to to bring maybe even a class action problem. That's going to be some litigious and hiring lawyers by the hour. It's just pain in the butt. Yeah, and so then, uh, then you got a DOL issue uh, that, uh, and you can't terminate. So it just, uh, it just becomes a comp- compounded mess. Yeah, so it is op- optional for employers. At the beginning, it was said it was a directive, uh, but there was no penalty associated, no financial penalty associated with it. But in recent weeks, the IRS has come out and said it is voluntary. It's optional. Um, so, like I mentioned before, most of our clients are not opting in, uh, even if a couple of their employees, and I have not heard a lot on the, our client side where the employees are asking for it, because even personally, I don't know if I would want a double deduction, double FICA social security deduction in the first few months of 2020. I mean, that's hard to budget for. I mean, that's more money now, but yeah, what if something happens? What if pay changes? I mean, there's a lot of things that could go into that. Yeah, I mean, the economy is starting to recover, but you wonder how many businesses are going to have the ability to give a raise. So it's even if you do get a two or three percent raise, well, you're paying six percent. You know, you, now you're not only getting a raise, but then you're paying that that back taxes. I, I don't. It doesn't sound like a good idea to me. And there could be some industries now that are okay. Maybe the restaurant industry that 
in the first few months of 2021 will be suffering, and maybe they may need to make furloughs or cutbacks, and then maybe some of the hours get cut from 40 to 20 or 10, and now you're really hurting because now you've got to make the taxes up and your lower wages. Right. So it might be a tough, tough go around for everyone. Yeah, and so uh, interesting enough, so they've the military, the U.S. Every member of the U.S. military, they were uh, non-negotiable. They're all subject to the payroll tax deferral. So there's been several posts to uh, from financial advisors to military members saying, "Hey, whether you know it or not, uh, this is ha- this is happening. So you better put put some money aside because it's, it's happening. Yeah. right." So wow, yeah. So it's uh, uh, we're not recommending, it. and it is the employer's choice. So if your employees, if you know, as a business owner, the, if you might be listening and the, your employees want to do it, it's your decision whether to do it or not. So it's the employer's and it is uh, your, your responsibility to pay it. So, right. yeah, it's good that at least, I mean, the, the bill itself or the, uh, the idea I think is a great idea. Just the fact that it's deferred is that's what makes it scary. Right. So, uh, Jason, we've got some some other topics upcoming in our next few podcasts. So we're going to uh, – it's almost open enrollment time. So I think one of our next podcasts are going to be what's your uh, best uh, best options and, and workflow through to uh, open enrollment. You're seeing, you know, as, as most people are renewing January 1st, you're seeing the health care costs because of COVID-19 has really taken a uh, taken a jump. Yeah, it's interesting. So although the, the first uh, maybe – March through July, March through somewhere around there, a lot of elective procedures are being put off uh, and would have saved company money. But now the COVID is really, really hammering companies on the claims costs and it's it's causing problems for renewals for 2021. Yeah, so the podcasts, we have a lot of interesting topics coming up related to the podcast or the HR chat videos. So stay tuned and keep sending us uh, any suggestions that you have, hr at employco.com. We love taking them. As Rob mentioned, this one today was actually uh, as a result of some client suggestions and questions. So keep them coming. We're, we'd love to have them, and it's hopefully some interesting topics coming up. And then uh, pre uh, pre election, as this is going to be one of the one of the you know, if sixteen wasn't uh, extremely heated divisive election, this uh, this one's going to be uh, more of the same, if not if not worse. So uh, one of our uh, next podcasts as well is uh, uh, tips from an HR standpoint of uh, avoiding uh, political talk in your office. So whether you're working back in your office or working remote, you, you want to uh, you want to stay away from the political side. So we'll touch on that yeah. on our, our next podcast as well. But uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Hopefully we answered some questions for uh, for you guys on the payroll tax deferral. And uh, happy to help if you ever have any questions. Feel free to reach out to uh, any of us at Employco. Our, uh, yeah, our we're on all the social medias: Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Employco. Right, LinkedIn. LinkedIn well. Yeah, LinkedIn. We're we're rocking on that. And, and Jason, uh, info info or HR at Employco dot com. Either one works. Yep, both will get to us. There you go. So thanks, thanks for joining us. Have a uh, have a great week. Great, thank you. Thank you.